Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Why don't we turn in our Bibles, if you will, this morning to John chapter 13. John chapter 13. I'm continuing right now on the series I'm calling Love Wins. Love Wins. So important that as a believer, as a Christian, that this element of your walk, that you begin to center on it, especially in this season and time that we're going through. Uh, as the body of Christ in the world today. You know, the Bible says that you're in the world, but you're not of the world. This understanding is so important because when you learn the love of God, which is in you, when you learn how to grow and produce it, you're going to find that your faith will work. You're going to find your prayers are going to be answered. You're going to find your joy is going to remain in you. You're going to find that your joy is going to be full. You're going to find that the peace of God will pass and surpass all understanding. It will guard your heart and your mind. You're going to find that as you walk and develop your love walk, when you begin to develop yourself in the Spirit like that, as God has commanded us to, you're going to find that what you're going to experience in life is victory. Victory in the face of trouble and conflict. You're going to find that you're going to be able to discern the things that God wants us to discern properly, which is good and evil. You're going to be able to recognize what is deception. You're going to be able to understand the difference in the spirit between what is truth and what is error. You're going to be able to learn how to develop yourself in God. This is why Jesus made a commandment. Let's read in John 13 verse 34. Jesus commanded us as believers in Him. He says, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Verse 35, Be this shall all men know. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have loved one to another. You see that? Jesus commanded us. So we have a commandment. Oftentimes people say, Well, we're not under the law. 
No, not if you walk in love. The Bible says when you walk in love, you fulfill all of the law. You see, the love of God has been placed in our hearts. You heard uh, Pastor Laney just a few minutes ago talk about out of Romans chapter 5, how the Holy Spirit is shed abroad in our hearts, the very love of God. It's in your spirit. This is not a phileo love. This is not a love that is something that is a human kind of love. I want you to read in 1 John with me, chapter 4, verse 10. 1 John chapter 4, beginning in verse 10. These are the foundational scriptures uh, that, that we're building our understanding on, something you need to develop on the inside of you. 1 John chapter 4, verse 10 says, Herein is love. This is the love. Not, what we, not that we loved God. You see that? It says, herein is love. Now, look at this. Herein is love, or this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the appropriation for our sin. Beloved, if, we, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. And if we love one another, God dwells in us. And His love is perfected in us. Do you see that? See, love is not an add-on to our Christian belief. Jesus said it's a command. It is what is in us. 1 John 4, 12 says, If we love one another, God dwells in us. So what is the opposite of that? You see, the Bible tells us emphatically all the time in, throughout the New Testament about this understanding. It is so, so important. Let's read 1 John 4.11. It says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and His love is perfected in us. I wanted to reread that because I wanted you to hear it again. It's so important that you get this into your heart and spirit. Here is why. I want you to turn to Ephesians chapter 4 just for a moment. Ephesians chapter 4. I want us to look. A lot of times we look at this scripture and, and uh, I've heard it preached many times and taught different ways. But I want us to focus on something. Oftentimes, we are trying to find out what our spiritual gift is so we can manifest that, so we can do that, so we can operate in that, so we can feel useful possibly. Or uh, Oftentimes, it's for many reasons that people have concerning this area. But I want to show you something today because by a mandate of God, by the gift and the grace of God and the ordination of God, as a teacher, prophet, apostle, pastor, evangelist, apostle, whatever, uh, in this area when it comes to the equipping of the saints of God or the perfecting, verse 12 says in Ephesians uh, 4.12, it says that these gifts are for the perfecting. You, you remember a while ago we just read, don't lose what we read out of 1 John chapter 4. Remember he said that uh, when you walk in love and God's dwelling in you, when you dwell in love, he says, and his love is perfected in you. So the fivefold ministry is to help perfect you. In what? Well, let's look. It says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. 
Oftentimes when we think about the work of the ministry, we're thinking about just serving in church. We find something to do. We need to have something to do. Uh, you know, giving people something to do. Uh, sometimes, you know, in some kind of idea, uh, it feels like, well, that's how you keep people. Or maybe that's how you're going to uh, help people uh, find their purposes in place. But let me help you with this understanding. If we look through the Word of God and we begin to understand what the fivefold ministry needs to equip the church with, think about this for a moment. We've got to keep this in understanding. For the perfecting of the saints. How do you perfect? By you walking in love. So the fivefold ministry should be equipping the church in a love walk. When you begin to walk in love, you don't have to worry about those other things because remember, faith works by love. Everything that's going to come out of you is not going to be for you. But whenever we're just trying to get people to do something to keep them or to somehow empower them and hopefully they'll stay with you long enough, uh, let me help you with this. What you're doing is, is you're creating a whole environment that is contrary to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. What we have to understand is, according to the Word of God, that God gives us these gifts to perfect the saints, to mature them, to grow them up. Let's just keep reading. Let's see if this is right. Till we all come into the unity of faith. Now, let me back up. Verse 12 again. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, the work of the ministry should edify the body of Christ. So, when a saint is being perfected in love, you know what's going to happen? The church is going to be edified. Why? Because it's not going to be drawing something to that person. It's going to be building the church. It's going to draw people unto God. It's going to draw people into love. Because if love dwells in you, the Bible says God dwells in you. And if God dwells in you, then you will have love towards the brethren. You'll have love towards the church, the kingdom of God. Anything outside of that is outside of God. Because God is love. Think about this. Very powerful, isn't it? See, we need to be taught what's happening within the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in many aspects, in many ways. There's a very inspiring, encouraging, you know, uh, kind of gospel that is out there. And trust me, we need to be inspired and encouraged, but people don't have much substance to them. And when you don't have substance to them in the spirit when it comes to the what we call the depth of the deep things of God. You know, one of the deepest things of God you're ever going to know is how to discern whether or not you're walking in love or not yourself. Not how you discern whether or not other people are walking in love or at their faults, but your own. When you begin to renew your mind and discern whether or not you are got, have your thoughts under subjection, whenever you are walking in love, edifying and building the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see... That is a very important part of development and maturing or the perfecting of the saint. If we all did that, can you imagine how the world would look at the church today? Can you imagine the impact that the church would be having? Can you imagine we'd have feasts of love when you come to church? That's what Jude said. He called it the feast of love. But he also said that there are those who come into the church in which uh, they're, they're, they've spotted those feasts of love because they desire things for themselves. You see, this is the key. So the Bible says that this ministry, as the saint is being perfected or the harmonizing of the church together in love, 
but the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Remember 1 John 4, 17. It says, if we love one another, God dwells in us and His love is perfected in us. So we're talking about maturity. So he goes on, and we're talking about growing up in God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. When you learn to walk in love, you'll be able to discern what is truth and what is error. I read that, and we talked about that last week. It's in this same passage of Scripture in 1 John. And you're going to find that, how do you know the difference between the spirit of truth and error? Well, their love message, how they're teaching and equipping the church to be perfected in God. How, when a person is being perfected in God, that person be able to discern what is some, a message or a gospel that is self-pleasing rather than God-pleasing. Things that try to equip the church for self-interest, are for the interest of the building of the kingdom of God. To grow in God. To grow in love. When you grow in love, you, you become uncontrollable by the world. When you grow in love, you're going to find yourself uncontrollable when it comes to being offended. I mean, you're going to find yourself where, where offense tries to get on you. That won't control you. When you feel like you can be offended, you won't be offended. I tell you, that is a powerful statement, isn't it? Because love is the key. Love is the central part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. To you, and when you receive it, it should work in you. It's not just towards you, it should be through you. Jesus said, this is how the world will know you belong to me. That you have love one for another. Now, I'm going to get into a deeper understanding of this and show you some points about this, but let's just finish this statement. So the Bible says you won't be tossed to and fro when you begin to mature in the fullness of the stature of Christ. The same kind of love. Remember what we read a while ago? Jesus, the Bible says in John, and Jesus said this too, talking about the love that he has. Remember, God gave, he sent his son because he loved us. And then if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another, the same kind of love with the same kind of love. That's what he's talking about here. In the fullness of the stature of Christ, which is in you, the love of God, the very glory, manifestation of God to the world. I tell you, it's so powerful. Now, here we go. He goes on to say, verse 15, but speaking the truth in what? In love. We may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh the increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. See, we are to grow in love. When you grow in love, you grow in God. Did you hear that? You need to write that down. You need to memorize that. You need to let that get on the inside of you greater than any other scripture, any other thought and revelation that you might have. When you grow in love, you grow in God. 
That's what this Bible is telling us. This is what this scripture is telling us. But I'm going to teach you something about love. Because your brain, your mind, your reasoning center, uh, which is where the knowledge of good and evil lies, where it dwells in you, that is what you've had since your birth. You've had the voice of your soul, which is not your spirit, speaking to you all of your life. You recognize that voice. You've imagined things from a child. You've heard that voice. Uh, you've felt that understanding in you. And it's above, somewhere above your neck and head, somewhere in between your neck and head. That's the voice of the knowledge of good and evil. That's your imagination. Uh, that, is, that is not you. That's your soul. That's not your spirit. Your consciousness and your subconsciousness, they, they are in that same place. That is not your spirit. Your spirit dwells, the Bible says, in your belly. Uh, it dwells uh, what your belly is. It's your chest area. Uh, it is around this area. Uh, it dwells in you. It, it doesn't have the same voice. It's different. Uh, it works differently. Uh, it doesn't, in many people, they have not learned the voice of the spirit well enough in them so they believe that somehow that voice of the knowledge of good and evil is, is the voice of the Spirit. And that's sometimes the voice of God, but it's not. Uh, that's your imagination. That's you. That's the soul. Not, I'm not talking about you, the Spirit, but you, the soul, in which you have to renew and bring under subjection and train and to teach to follow after the Spirit which is in you, which is the new created Spirit which is born of God that the world does not have. And they don't have the love of God. And when you live out of the knowledge of good and evil, when you live out of the soulish mind, and you try to develop that, when you're, that mind will tell you, well, this is how you need to be loved. This is how you feel about that. Here's how you think about that. Here's how you're feeling. This is how, how you believe that people are treating you. This is how you think about it. This is what you believe. This is what you see. That, all of that is the, the knowledge of good and evil speaking to you, trying to tell you what is right and what is wrong. But that's not the spirit. That's not the love of God. The, as you uh, develop yourself to hear the voice of God through the word of God, which you feed on, your spirit will develop a sensitivity to the very voice of the Holy Spirit. You will. You'll develop a sensitivity to the voice of the Holy Spirit in your spirit, which has been born of God. Uh, the Bible says you become a new creation in Christ. That spirit will teach you, lead you, and guide you. That voice is loud, but it's not as prominent because you've been so used to the other voice all your life. And you have to retrain yourself to hear your spirit and how to walk after the spirit. Is this okay? I hope I'm helping somebody today. Because oftentimes Christians do not and are not taught when it comes to recognizing your, the voice of your soul and the voice of your spirit. They're two different things. Your soul is that uh, reasoning center. Uh, it's the consciousness and the subconsciousness. Consciousness. Uh, it's an imagination as well. It can dream and see and feel and want and all of these areas. Uh, and it'll tell you this is how you need to react. This is what you ought to do. But when you, by your spirit, constrain that, uh, you, you, you keep it, you, you take it, and you constrain it to the love of God and teach it, how to walk, 
in love, you'll find that that voice of the Spirit of God will become more prominent in you, and you'll begin to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. You'll begin to recognize what is your Spirit, what's the Holy Spirit, what's your soul. You'll begin to discern between the two. And when you have your senses exercised, the Bible says, to, be, to discern through obedience, the Bible says when you obey the Word of God, you begin to act on that. Your soul will have, will have reasoning, and, and it is, it'll kind of begin to think, well, what's, what's right for me, what's good for me, and this is how I can take advantage. But see, that's by acting in certain ways or doing certain things. Listen, uh, anything that is self-seeking like that, uh, you need to understand uh, when it comes to your relationship with God, your relationship to the kingdom of God, you're going to find that that's not your spirit, that's not the Holy Spirit in you. Why? And we're going to look at this in just a minute. Uh, but the Bible says... And teaches us that when we grow in love, we grow in God. And it actually tells us, and let me just put it to you this way, can we have and live by this same kind of love that God has? Well, the Bible says that we can, so yes. You may ask, is this obtainable? Yes. Will you ever reach a maximum point in your life where you will not have or you have to put a focus upon His love working in you? Is there a certain time that you outgrow this understanding? Somewhere along the line where you don't always have to keep yourself in check when it comes to the love of God, that's a big no. Uh, you'll never outgrow this revelation because this is something that the Bible says we have to keep ourselves in is keep yourself in the love of God. Jude tells us that. It says keep yourself in the love of God. This is a place that we have to continually work at and develop in. Uh, this is why it's so much talked about in the New Testament. And it's so important. This is why Jesus commanded us to do it. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.